Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So we, we after seventeen years and fifteen years respectively. Hang on, hang on. hello, hang on. like she just jumps straight <laughs> like in. We oh, say, say hello, hello to anyone. Oh, is this the start of the Would podcast? Like to say hello to so after seventeen years hello of the podcast. So well, you've just on. walked in on Hector I, in the middle of a no, story. So after seventeen years of the Tommy and Hector show and Larita podcast, we are going to say that we're continuing for another fifteen years. Larita, introduce the show. Um, well, in the middle of Hector's story there, we would like to welcome you along to the THL pod. I have and a name, I have a name. Tommy's got a oh, name. Oh no, no. I, I have I, a name. Go on then. What? It comes from... Of course uh, he has. Emmett Gavin. Well, that's a surprise, Tommy. You've got a name. Go ahead. Are you ready? Yes. Muffledorf. <laughs> Muffledorf. What's that one about? Dusseldorf. Donegal and Dusseldorf. <laughs> Muffledorf. <laughs> I like that. Muffledorf. He sounds like a, a, a character from... Uh, Rita, how are you keeping? Great, Hector. Tommy, how are you? Always tremendous. So, Hector, there's a glint in your eye today. Well, look, can I just say, you're looking... You're, fresh you're, and like... You're, 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 the arms are getting toned. They are? Aren't they? Look, look yeah, he's you, pretending you, now he doesn't notice. You look at the fucking flex and show us your look, fucking... Uh, look, the, that's the, yeah, that's that's the Kyogen bicep. That's not the first time today you've looked at that bicep now, Hector. <laughs> no, it's first not. Thing in the, first thing I do in the morning, I get out, I roll out of bed and I fall beside a mirror and I just go... Do you measure look. them? I say, is the toilet somewhere this way? <laughs> first thing I do in the morning is grip, I grip and I weigh the wife. <laughs> <laughs> Without her even knowing. Oh, yeah. The I lights... Have, the I have light. one of those jokes for weighing luggage. <laughs> oh, yeah. And when she's asleep, I just attach Step. it to her nipples and weigh her. <laughs> Jesus Christ, above. <laughs> She likes it. <laughs> she does. She does. She's wondering I, I, what you I got. A, I got an awful fright there last night. Everybody's asleep, and I was doing. We my... have to bait the head of Jerry Flannery. <laughs> what, what happened, Tommy? So Jerry Flannery sent us. Uh, so Jerry some... Flannery is that Flannery's from Kilmaine? Which oh. Flannery? There's loads so of Jerry, Jerry Flannery. There's loads of Jerry Flannerys in the, the country. The Limerick stud. The the oh, rugby the rugby box. Yeah. Mister Muscles. Yeah. He was involved with Arsenal Football Club years ago, and he's strength and conditioning now for I think for a Premier Harlequins. Harlequins. A, a hardy book. Uh, his family were all in the pub business they've opened up a bar in Limerick but they sent us whiskey oh, as a Jesus. present they sent us like 15 small bottles not not the so if you get at the airport now these are things you'd find in an old dispensary oh nice you know those kind of uh, the type of chemist you'd have in Dublin in 1904 yes an yeah we've what is it strange an apothecary well done Larissa well done and they're trad band from Ballina. <laughs> 
And so he sent me, us, me, us. He sent me, I thought I'd taste them anyway. Yeah, uh, they're for Tom. 15 bottles. Oh, they're 15. only small bottles. They're not big bottles. No, but there's better, there'd be the guts of uh, treble in them, I'd say. Be the Lord. Hand filled. Were they? Hand filled. <laughs> yeah, but you, you poured the whiskey into in, your hand. From the cups of your hand. <laughs> what like you're getting Holy Communion. They're not you, mass produced like. No, and it's, it's um, so he sent us all these bottles. And it's wonderful these people are sending us this stuff. It's great. Um, you don't have to be selling the stuff, sending the stuff, and we kind of feel obliged if you send us stuff that we're gonna fucking make like an ad and, or and, something. And, and, but anyway, thank you very much, Jerry Flannery. But we have to bait the head of you. Why? Why? Because he sent us. There's a photograph of Jerry Flannery, and he's wearing. He's fucking Mr. Muscles in the t-shirt. He's bet into a fucking pair of jeans. He's wearing a lovely pair of white runners. But he's the man has no socks. Ah, for fuck's sake, no socks. Oh God, look, well, we wouldn't touch that whiskey. What, what kind of a tool wears no... You wouldn't see that... In, if you saw that in Loch Derg, you'd ask questions. Never mind it. Behind the fucking <laughs> we'll bar. We'll get him Limerick. a pair of socks. He mightn't be we'll able send to him get on some pair. Socks, we'll anyway. get him a pair of socks. Thank you very so much bait the head of Jerry Have you tasted... On, Jerry, the, is thanks. the whiskey good quality? I'll taste it now this afternoon. Right. right. Okay, Tommy, and you can report back, please. <laughs> we'll open the booth. If anybody sees Jerry Flannery walking around Limerick, just give him a fucking slap at the back of the head and tell him, cop on and put on a pair of fucking socks. Tommy, where does he think he is? Fucking Miami. Spread the message. You wouldn't get that off the fucking Cubans swimming from fucking Havana. <laughs> Tommy. We'll have to set up a GoFundMe page for I've, Jerry Flannery to get a pair of socks. I have a friend who's a taxi driver in Dublin and he's always working around the city centre and he sent me a text on Saturday afternoon to say you were frequenting a few little quiet little back streets and he spotted you going in to an old man's pub. Am I right? Because I got a text at about four o'clock when I was at a wedding in Clare. I was following your movements in Dublin. Just you're like some fucking. Yes, Tommy. He's got his glasses on, Tommy. Yes, Tommy. He's got where his did glasses you, Where today. were you? What little. I feel what? like this call is coming in from fucking, fucking Langley, Virginia. The CIA. Are where, me. Tommy, where were you? You went into. So, all I discovered is I was able to. I found a few Owlad bars up in Dublin that I was able to swing into and have a pint <sighs> and a chaser on my. No, no, no more than that. I wouldn't have two chasers and two pints or three or four or five. Just one pint and one chaser. And it was fucking our lads pubs. Pubs with no televisions. Pubs where you can just fucking go in and look at your feet for an hour and a half and have a Jack Russell with you and a copy of the Racing Post and no one would fucking bother you in the slightest. So our first port of call was Neary's Badge. Oh, love it, love it. Oh, I went in there a little Lovely. And then that, that, that done me for the night. And then the, the following night, I went into McDade's. Oh. And I, and I met a fucking man who told me something very interesting that's going to blow your minds. Did you know that Sky Sports in Clonmel is 12 seconds behind Sky Sports in Dublin? <laughs> that's a fact. No, it's not. He did. The way, the way <laughs> Tell he, me, how did The you way know he that? found out was he was watching a match with his brother. And the brother sent him a text, said, I hope they score from this corner. And he replied, the half. So, you know, <laughs> for a fact that. <laughs> Clon Mel is 15 <laughs> seconds behind the rest of the country. Hello, Andrew, we need to get it. It's Ronaldo! So we have to fucking sort that out. And the other thing he told me was that he had his prostate removed. Now, you're always encouraging me to get the finger up the bum for... From for the local GP. A bit of digital exploration. And he <laughs> said to me, he got his prostate taken out and there's no... He said, when fellas stick their finger up your bum this is the, now this is from a man who's been to the far side of the operation he's had the prostate taken out and he said when fellas stick their finger up your bum they don't know what they're looking for for God's <gasps> sake Tommy, he, says you, he says you can get it all are they doctors at all <laughs> he said you can all do it but you can do it be bloods so every doctor that's been putting a finger up they're a just man. messing they're having a laugh at you <laughs> they've been just it's trying a, to get their finger up there big, for no reason it's a big, it's a big medical sneer they're doing okay <laughs> I'm the only one in this room that has had a finger up their bum yeah <laughs> Why do, why actually, why, why I doubt that very much <laughs> 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 For 
medical reason. Why do you think? Why do you think it has to be a medical yes. experience? You dirty trap. <laughs> I'm the only one here who had a medical doctor put his finger up for certain so reasons. Doc- I, mean, I think I can clarify that fact. Was he definitely a doctor, <laughs> yeah? <laughs> was, he, was he wearing gloves? Was he? Yeah, but I've had it done a few times and I know <laughs> when he hits a magic a wall. <laughs> I know when he hits a magic little area there that I go, hello, hello. Uh, I know that it's he's hit G spot. Yeah, <laughs> he's hit the prostrate, and that's, that's what. That, that, yeah, you call whatever you like. <laughs> but this fella, this fella, this isn't some fool of a man who he has had. So you're saying the doctor? He has he he got the news and saying the doctor said we are going to have to take your prostate out. You know, it's, it's riddled, and if 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 the riddling goes beyond the prostate, you're screwed. Yes, so we'll have to take it out. And he said, and how did you find that out? He says, it's all through bloods. Yeah, bloods are and good. And then he said, what about the, this fucking folk tale of going down to your GP and letting her <laughs> slip a digit up oh. your jacksy? And he, and he said... It's never been a woman with me. Well, you just don't have a woman dying. I've only ever... Anyway. Forget uh, <laughs> that's a minor detail. <laughs> anyway. He said... That, he said the doc, This is the fucking... The, wherever the professor of holes is up in the matter. Yes. He says, when we stick our finger up your bum put this next bit in inverted commas we don't know what we're looking for I forgot I've been, so you, I've been duped oh you've been more than <laughs> that's one for one for it yeah, yeah, yeah I've been duped that's yeah. what you think I've been duped you've been fingered no wonder, <laughs> you have been no fingered. wonder the doctor just put his hand his, 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 his mouth up to me ears and a big deep breath <laughs> as he lay over me <laughs> um, I was at a wedding at the weekend go on I had a magnificent weekend and I got dolled up. And, uh, dolled up? You did? Yes, and my wife looked absolutely amazing, wow. I must say. She, as we travelled to the... What, what, what was she wearing? She wore a dress. Okay. She wore a dress. Teresa, at what age do you think women would stop wearing thongs? <laughs> um, at, when they're in their 20s. Uh, for, what? Stop? Yeah. Because they just get stuck up your ass. <laughs> ah yeah, they, they, you're duped again. We've been duped again. Yeah, it's, it, why? What age do you think they will? Do you, I'm did you say? No, women did you say wear... what age should they stop or what age do they stop? No, they can they not do, wear. So do, do and should? Is it, I'm not sure. Does it I think you only wear thongs up until you're in your mid twenties and then okay. you stop. Wow, I think that's okay. That's a great bit of information. Why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> so I was so, so I was at when a wedding. Just swallow here. <laughs> Okay, we'll come back. We'll come so, back to the wedding. So sorry. You're so we were so excited that we were going to. Well, no, 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 no. You got dolled up. I got dolled up, and so Go my on, wife take us from head to toe. So I wore a, a a wine pair of trousers. Were they wide? And they were velvety wine. Ah, go away. It's one of my Cheltenham outfits. Was, I it, wore. A, was it a suit? A velvet I, I suit? Wore a, well, your Cheltenham outfit. <laughs> you were the back of the horse, was it? <laughs> was it a rug you were wearing yeah. for a horse? I knew you. Did, did Dip I have kn- the I headpiece you, on her? <laughs> <laughs> I knew I knew you'd I knew you'd sneer, but sorry, um, a velvet trousers. I wore a wine. Was it a tuxedo? We did some magic tricks at the party or something. <laughs> Had your big shoes on you. Okay, there's so, a poem over there. What's the title of it, Hector? Can you see? The clown. <laughs> a, a, look at wine trousers. Look at I wore wine trousers. Velvet. I wore a, a lovely dressy shirt, flamboyant shirt, and I wore and a, a big collar. Who helps you choose clothes? Like where, what shop? Do you I decided to? not to go because it was an afternoon civil wedding. It was one of those naturalist, na- naturalist, isn't it? Naked on the nip. <laughs> 
Naturally. It was a simple ceremony, so I didn't want to go full full three piece suit or suit. Full so, Monty. So, so, you so didn't anyway, want to wear a suit. So the, no, but the, the big thing was that after seventeen years and fifteen years of my boys being on this planet, I finally gave them the full responsibility of being home alone. We left the young lads in charge of the house Disaster. for the first time ever. They didn't go over to Clive's to have a sleepover. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because Clive has been there Please for 17 stop. years. <laughs> I said, Sounds inappropriate yeah. at the very least. <laughs> no, that's what you do when you don't have aunties or uncles close. You had to go over for their mates' houses. That's what they do and Clive and Jacinta have been your there. friend. Clive and Jacinta. So I said to the lads, there's a few ground rules here. We leave you with enough food. You have your own cards and you can order your takeaway. Keep the gates closed. You know what to do. Turn keep off the lights. Why, why do you have to keep the gates closed? Why, yeah. I like the gates closed at night time because it's like four miles down through the avenue out through the land to get to there. <laughs> we the just dogs. closed the fucking gates at night time, Tommy. But during the day, why? The gates are open during the day. Yeah, you said keep the gates closed. At night time when they go to bed. All right. Okay. All right. Because right. it doesn't have lads coming in stealing your oil and your kerosene. Oh, oh. Go on. So I said to them a few, few rules. The biggest rule I said was that you have to flush the toilets because in my house they have an awful phone. Sorry, you're leaving two teenage lads at home on their own and your their biggest rule is to keep the toilet flushed. Yes, because they have What a about all the parties and... Teenage boys. So I said, uh, if you bring people over and Rean goes, I don't think I'll have anyone over. We'll keep it nice and... Quiet. Uh, so it was a rainy day. I knew they wouldn't go off on the bikes. It was it was that dreary hour. Sort of. They were lying on the couch. I'd left enough food for them. They had the sausages and rashers. So I got them a cooked chicken, a load of rolls, and they were going to have a takeaway that night. So they were sorted. Jesus Christ. They, they have a diet, aren't they? <laughs> they were sorted. Who was so, the cooked so we were leaving them, and the cool as a breeze. They needed that around four o'clock. They just Does takeaways you. come out to deliveries oh, out yeah, near country we have, roads. We have a thing called the kebab inn, which is only a mile over the road on the old N17. They have some lad drive oh, out yeah, the road. Yeah, man will come around and he'll do all the deliveries. So they were cool as a breeze. We headed off. Were they looking forward to the night of freedom? Absolutely, I'd say they were because they get full access to FIFA. Okay. The Microsoft points, uh, the FIFA points were bought. They had, they had, they were in charge. The Wi-Fi was in full throttle. <clears throat> and I said to Reen, going out the door, I said, Reen, if you invite anyone over, and he goes, no, 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 maybe just Jackie Mull and we'll keep it nice and quiet. Yeah. And then I said, Okay, Jackie, uh, Jackie yeah. Mull. Jackie Mull's a good lad. He only lives oh, a mile over yeah. the road. He's forty-five years of age. <laughs> <laughs> Over to baby, <laughs> he's the coach of the junior scene. So, so, <laughs> so off we So, we got to the old grand hotel, and it was a lovely wedding. James and Tracy, uh, two people we knew, and my uh, Dipna's re- friends from a long, long time ago. She started national school on the same day with James. They both found love after having partners before they had split up, things had happened, and they had found love. And it was 60 of us in a pod in the old grand hotel, and it was a humanist wedding where they tied the knot of the hands 20 minute ceremony 60 people in a pod food was good to be served food in a hotel what did you have oh stop I had a crab a west coast crab claw starter then I had a lemon sorbet and then I had a lovely bit of sea bass lovely side vegetables and then we had a medley of desserts and the speeches were great Tracy spoke brilliant James spoke brilliantly they have a 20 What what were you drinking I st- I had a quick couple of swift gin and tonics. Okay, don't tell him if you were having pints of that other stuff. Don't tell him. And then so I had that, a that, that diet crack. I had a couple of swift dynamite. <laughs> dynamite is that a drink? No, but you know oh. that you know the, the make of gin I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I do. And then I, and then I went on. Does gin not make you emotional? <laughs> 
No, that's No, only if I have about 50 of them and it's in Cheltenham and I'm sitting on the end of the bed with a three-piece suit on me at five o'clock in the morning. Did I pay the mortgage? No. A red velvet suit. So so across the crowded floor of 60 of us, there's a lovely setting, great fun, great atmosphere. And these two people who've been living together for the last 10 years had finally decided to tie the knot. They have a 21-year-old and a 17-year-old from previous marriages and they have a little seven-year-old boy who was hopping around the place called Liam. And it was a lovely day of happiness for for these people. But I looked across and who was at the table next to me? Jamesy O'Connor. Oh yeah, hurling legend. One of the yeah. greatest legends. Her, and he was there with his wife Caroline. And then across at another table, one of the Bearfield legends that won an All-Ireland club title. One of the great centre-backs for Clare. One of the legends of 65s, Shawnee McMahon. An unsung hero. A legendary hurler. And he was sitting at his table and James's mother who was getting married, is still alive, 92 years of age. And I went over to her and I had a great chat with her. And she's a Clare woman. She's a mighty Bearfield woman and the crack out of her. When are you next on television? Unbelievable to be talking to a woman like this. Well done, you managed to crowbar that in. When are you next on television? It's coming up soon. I didn't see that coming. Thursday Thursday the 30th, it's in time to embrace the new Ireland on Hector Erenua. Well done, that was perfectly crowbarred in. I sat in with the next thing you got a taxi and the taxi driver said remind me again when you're getting on the new television <laughs> so I sat in with Shawnee McMahon then after all the food and drink was done and I, I put the hand on the knee and we started talking he was training the intermediates he's retired a good few years but he said it was too hard he found senior training and management too stressful he's back with the 17 A's and uh, an amazing chat with an amazing I said what was the best point you've ever scored he said there was a couple of good ones from 65s imagine standing over a 65 in a Munster final Clare versus Tipperary 70,000 people and it fires over the bar he said I scored a good couple in, the, in all Ireland's in Crow Park but he said there was a few in Munster finals over the years I said how do you feel do you know the way they, they just arc over that 65 and I can remember Shawnee McMahon he was like a laser a laser. He was he was yeah. a phenomenal player. And uh, we had a great wedding. Loaded dancing. <clears throat> anyway, wedding happened. Stayed in the old ground. Fantastic hotel, Nestle Hart and Ennis. I texted the boys at about, 11, at about 8 o'clock. How are things going? And then Shane texted back with a picture of the fire on. Now, that's a good... That's very, ma- that's very mature. That's very good. The blocks were on. And he said, he said we've just ordered the kebab in. And I said, is there many there? I went... An open question. Yeah. And he said, a few. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, below, I said, home alone, my ass. This is shifting going on probably. No, no, no. They no were very shifting. good. They only invited four Men. lads over. Four. The four of them were in and I got all that's, the... That's six young fellas <laughs> in the house. And four of them come over, so there was no home alone. But I got back the next day and they were all lying in watching Man United. And I said, uh, lads, had you good evening? So there was four of them on there the couch. cans all over the there place. Was, <laughs> there was young Ty Joyce. Tong behind the couch. Owen Morgan, Jack Ramsey, Jack Mullen, and they all lying in. And the, the, the place was spotless. Oh, wow. The toilets were flushed. And was it too spotless? Like, had, no, had, somebody been, had somebody been murdered? No, they were very, very good. <laughs> And they had the fire on the night before. I said to Shane, the younger lad, I'll, get more, I'll extract more information out of him. I said, um, how did you get on last night? Was there any um, was there any gallivanting around? And he said, no, 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 no. We were playing a lot of FIFA. We ordered in the food. We put on the fire. And then we put on a couple of horror movies. Horror movies. Wow. Isn't that great? But we let them in charge of the house. And fair play. For the first time ever, as parents, we said, it's time. It is time for them to take full responsibility. And they flushed the toilets. And we, we, did you get jarred at the wedding? 
I had a couple of gin and tonics, and then do you know what I want? There was a, there was a senior manager from Ballier, Hogsy. He's a, they brought Ballier to an All Ireland club hurling final a couple of years ago. They lost against Kula. He's, he's a, such a wide uh, <laughs> range of interest sector. It's great, like GA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I went in and I bent the ear off him for another. He was Were you on, getting some advice. He was on pint bottles of cider as well. And then next minute, for some reason, what kind of advice? Now, are you? You're just trying to gleam. Some coaching advice. Yes, I am. I'm trying to extract stuff off the plant. And what are they? Because I knew that he brought Ballier, which is just outside Ennis. To a, to, he, Tony Kelly is the main hurler there, and yeah. they've got some amazing county hurlers as well. But Tony Kelly, to me, is probably the unsung hero of Irish probably the best hurler at the moment in the country, hands down. Uh, a man that scored 17 points in a game last year for Clare in the league, like for Christ's sake, from midfield. So I said, how do you how do you use how do you keep him keep him saying how do you how, what's Tony Kelly like? He said he's an absolute dream. He's a dream to train, and I'm trying to get information. Out. How do you keep them? How do you keep them buzzing? How do you keep the the group bonding? I said I'm coaching a good couple of young lads in a team. What can I do to keep them to to, to get that buzz going? And he told me something really really brilliant. I, I told him that I'm happiest when they say thanks after a training session. And he said, Hector, I fucking love it. He says, that's what it's all about. Manners and etiquette and respect. And these young lads of the parish and these young men of the parish, whether it's senior, junior. He says, try this. And this is what I do once or twice a season. <clears throat> the session is over and they're all sweating and the steam is rising off them. Pull them in tight together. Wash them. No. And then he goes, <laughs> lads, I'm going to say thank you from us, from me as the coach and the manager and the other boys here. Thank you for doing what you're doing for us. And thank you for letting us be a part of your journey. Good session. Away you go. Oh, man. Giving thanks back to them. Yes. And then take ownership. I fucking love it. And then the second thing he said to me, which is fucking beautiful, and I'm going to do it. He said, if you have a big game coming up, Something you know you want to you want to do wanna, you and do you have a big game coming up? Yes, we have. We've when a, we have a county semi final in a couple of weeks' time. Who are you again? We we could be again uh, the winners of St James's and Currafin. Now Currafin would be your neighbours. Currafin would be the neighbours. We where's St James's? St James's Merview. Oh, the, the, the boys. city boys against the, the country city lads. Boys, the country, but they've got to get over each other first, and the yes. winner plays us. But he said to me, and I said, "What about the jersey, the symbolisation of that parish?" And he goes, "Hector, or something." Who, like, who sponsors your, your team? Uh, Roots Cafe in Clare Gall. Oh, oh, yes. Is that all? O O T S R O O T S like the TV oh, show Roots. Roots. Oh, Kunta Kinte. <laughs> roots. Do you remember him? Not Route sixty six Roots. No Roots. roots. The great, oh. the great TV show of Ireland. Yeah. With Dallas and Roots. Yeah. And the fa- the fal- the Thornboards Dynasty. All them. And great what was the one about the family living in the attic? The murdered <laughs> family were in the attic. Children uh, in the attic. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> Roots sponsor us. But anyway, he said another great. But there are no kids in the attic in the Thornbirds. Have you read it, Lucy? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if there is. Um, so this fella is saying to the kids to read the Thornbirds. No, no, oh, Tommy. He's, mass, he's, he's mass. on about the They're jersey. Look, at Tommy, I know you're not involved with any team at the moment, but just when you get back into the, into the p- training, write this Larita, down, this is for you as well. Write this down, Tommy. <clears throat> just with the jersey, hold up that jersey and right. just go, boys, we have a big day tomorrow. And you know we all have a job to do. So hang on, you're, you're training the night before. No, we're just having a light session. A light session. It could nice be. Set. It could be in the dressing room. It could be crackers and cheese. It could. It could be. It could be the day. It could be the morning of it. It could be before the match. Okay. Pick reception. up the jersey and go, lads. You know, you all know what your job to do. We've spoken about what we have to do, but I'm just going to talk to you about this jersey, and look at it in my hand, and hold it up. He said, and then drop it onto the grass. He says, lads, there's nothing there. Pick it up again. He says, this jersey is nothing. It is everything 
to the man and the man and the body that fills it. When you put on this jersey and you fill this jersey, then you become something. Because without you, this jersey means nothing. Oh my God. Well, the hair was standing at the back of my head and David Bowie yeah. was playing Ashes to Ashes on the dance floor and we were all out dancing. I was on the pint bottles of Bulmers. I was about a quarter to two in the evening in the old ground and I said, magnificent, magnificent. It takes a man to fill the jersey. Oh, and it's it's, oh, pr- oh. it's pride of parish. Oh, it's, Jesus it's, Christ. Really, it's, you, do you get that? Do it's, you get fellas, that? it's for fellas in Clare Galway to be proud of Centra. And be, Roots. And, and Roots. And Roots Cafe yeah. and to be proud of the traffic the lights and to be proud of the church. And it be, takes a man to fill. But it's pride of parish, Hector. Uh, yes, it is, Tommy. <laughs> is there, it's pride uh, And the kebab in. What other shops are in, in that shop? We've got, we've got the uh, Kazana Indian. Kazana, you're yeah. proud of it. Yeah, and you've got you've got Supervised Hughes's. Hughes's. Is there a centre as well? You've got Ezio's the Chipper. Is there a centre? You've and got super- Keedy's the Laundrette. See, there's, no. there's a centre and a super value. Oh, fuck me, that's like having. But I'm not going to give them any. It's Roots all the way here. They're our proud sponsors. Wow. Roots all the way. But as he said, Hector, it takes a man to fill the jersey. Yeah. And I, that was from Hogsley, from Ballier, the senior manager. Yeah. They were going down to play the Tipperary Champions the next morning at 11 o'clock in a challenge. Hurling. Oh, Lord. How are you fixed for this big match coming oh, up? We're all right. We're in, a good, we're in a good position. We're just niggles. A lot of lads with niggles, Tommy. A lot of niggles. <gasps> yes. A lot of glutes, ankles, all that. But anyway, we were so happy to be at a wedding to be out we went out out at the weekend could you could you bet on that match no you can't bet on underage stuff can you no geez I was watching a programme last night about the start of the Premier League did you watch it it was on BBC and they were talking about Manchester United they were interviewing like um, Gary Neville but also Keith Gillespie oh Keith yeah um, so it's a few it's lefty a, yeah so there's a few episodes of it and it was talking about their great team of 92 and how they came into the and Alan Hansen said you know you can't win a match with kids. with kids and you know obviously they won that year but it was it was really sad to listen to Keith Gillespie because he obviously turned to gambling yes and he talked about how much money how he was betting on the matches that they were playing in and he was betting he, he moved to Newcastle and he said he really it was a big change for him obviously he was leaving all his friends behind from Manchester who he was a gift to young fellows yeah. yeah so obviously he came to he went to Newcastle and Andy Cole came to Man United and he went over and he didn't really know anyone and he was all, he was interviewed they're showing the interviews when he was a kid you know and they were going back to he, he always seemed really kind of On shy own, and yeah. you know kind of I suppose they were all all were kind he's of He's like Nordy that. isn't he? Yeah he was from Bangor I think, Super so. player winger and uh, he was just talking about uh, Beardsley was the captain of Newcastle oh, at yeah. the time and Pia Beardsley? Yeah Pia and Pia, <laughs> had, Pia Beardsley Pia hadn't scored for ages and uh, he you, says oh, Hello Are you even practising that accent? No Mac because it's not from Newcastle man I've got a perfect Newcastle accent where did that the come fuck? out of, Larita? Yeah. You kept that from us for no, 14 I... months on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Speak to us in pure... I can talk like a Newcastle, no problem, like. Tabs the old court cigarettes, tabs over there. What you talking about, man? Uh, I go to Newcastle and I talk in a Newcastle accent by the time I leave. Go down to Black Rose, man, we got to get some pints. Yeah, what's what like that, like? It's like discovering Larita. I feel as if I'm a superpower. I've got a superpower from Newcastle. Do you go to match at the weekend? I go to Newcastle all the time, man. Oh. And they see man all the time over there, Newcastle. Um, so he went to Newcastle. And you have a superpower um, now. We'll Pia Beardsley. Pia Beardsley. Pia. They say Pia. I've got cousins go on, called go back. Pia. You're veering into special needs now. No, just. I've got cousins called Pia over there. Um, so anyway, he was talking about, he was the captain and he said, you know, I, I just decided, he said, I'd put a, I'd put a bet on him. You know, he said... To do what? To score. He said he hadn't scored for ages. So I put a big bet on him, he said, to score um, first. And he did. And then he said, I also... Was he playing in the game? 
Yeah, yeah, he was playing. And he said he put a bet on for them to win the match 3-0. And he said after a half an hour, they had scored three goals. And he said... And Beer's the first scorer. What were the odds? He he said he was up due to make 47 grand, right, with that score and Peter Beer's the score. And he's on the pitch while this is happening. Disaster, he says. Second half, he said. I kept playing the match, he said, in a position where I was passing the ball backwards. I didn't want us to drive forward. He said, if it had been half time, I would have said to the players... Listen, just don't try and score another goal. This is, I, my advice at halftime would have been to hold off. He said, just, you know, play it back. Just keep it calm. Don't look for more goals. He said, I continued to play the match trying to pass the ball backwards, he said. But he said, we were too strong. We were driving forward. And he said, we scored another goal. No. After sort of, so something like in the 50th minute or something. And he said, I... He said, you'll see footage of me and they showed it of him being disgusted when they scored the fourth goal. They all went over celebrating and Beardsley had scored again the fourth goal and he just said, oh, fuck it, he said. That's mad. After losing me 47,000. And uh, it, it just went out of control after that. Like he said, it was Yeah, it was I've seen disaster. bits and pieces on that. It was all exposed <coughs> then in the paper. The bookie then sold the story to the news of the world or the sun or something. And Was this documentary about the explosion of money in the Premier League? And, it's, and it's only, they, it, it was the first overnight. episode. It was the how, first episode. How they became so super rich really it, quickly. It started there. It started there and it was just, <coughs> but like imagine the affliction of that. He said he had to ring his mother and tell her it was going to be in the newspapers and like imagine playing a match. Was he, was he barred from the team for a while? They didn't know, No, did they? they didn't know at the time. They didn't know and they didn't know until after that. And he was still playing then because wow. but it was just telling the story in hindsight. I was talking to a fella who had a few very, very long chats with Roy Keane. Oh, interesting. And uh, I was asking him, says uh, the one thing that that seemed to set Keane apart was application. Just phenomenal application. And he said, It's more than that, he said. Now he wasn't necessarily saying that Roy had this, but he he, he was saying that mm. what separates top, top, top athletes from the rest of us is their willingness to endure pain. And he said, there comes a moment though where not only do they welcome pain, they go looking for it. Now, he wasn't saying that of Keane necessarily, but yeah. he said, that was his experience. He said, the sense he got from Roy was that Roy, Roy was bring it on. If it fucking happens, bring it on I'm not afraid of it but then he said but there are others then who not only welcome it they go looking for it and that's a fucking dangerous place to be mm. when you're looking for pain wow yeah, but that's what separates the boys at the top yeah it's interesting isn't it yeah you know? see those Premier footballers the, the likes they've way too much time on their hands <coughs> they, were, also, they, 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 they were lying on couches in the afternoon with nothing to do will I buy a new watch yeah. will I buy a car yeah, no, David James then was talking about, you know, he said, like, I turned into not a nice person when I started, you know, um, winning matches, he said, you know, for Liverpool. And he said, I, every time we lost, he said, I bought like a more expensive watch. <laughs> and he said, I was just going out like it was just pure because he said we were coming at that stage, coming from very little money to having like maybe, you know, 5,000 a week or whatever it was. It was big money at the time. And he said it was just crazy. And then, then Keith... Uh, Gillespie was on about you know finishing training at half twelve in the day. Yeah. You start what do you quarter do? past ten. You're finished at half. But 12 also, you're, you're, you're finishing training, but you're fit. You're fit. Your body is. You're, you're you've a, a lively machine underneath, and like. full of adrenaline, looking yeah. for excitement and a buzz, and like 
Yeah, it was it was an interesting. Call. It's it's, wow. it's on now every. I think it's on every Monday night for a while. I was only ever in Keno's. Uh, I met Keno on an air iron flight. He was getting on. I didn't go up to him. I didn't go up to him. He was on the air, same air iron flight. I think it was some fundraiser in Galway. This is a long time ago, but it was in Air Iron, out in Galway Airport. He was sitting only a couple of yards away. I just left him on his own because I was in awe of that man. It's really uh, weird you say that. He tells the same story. Yeah. I thought you were going to say I was on the same flight. Te- what did he tell you when he... He said, I was on a flight one time with Hector and I just didn't want to go to Tommy. That's said, fair enough. I we was, left each other alone, Tommy. He said, I was in awe of him. I just couldn't go And you know... It. What that man had done for travel shows and the Irish language blew my mind. As a proud Cork man who couldn't even... I couldn't... Um, wouldn't have the, the beautiful Irish that Hector has. Anybody. But the two of you... Well, like in years, it's only come out recently with his interview with Gary Neville. He said, if you saw somebody who was in the public, he wouldn't fuck go over to him. He said, why would I go over to him? Why did you see the interview again? When he said about the jersey, why he would went, I go over and I'll talk to somebody? He Leave to them swap, fucking alone. He was disgusted. He went up to swap a jersey. He was playing for Ireland, was it, for with one of the Portuguese players or some good player? I can't remember who he said it was. And he went over and he asked your man to swap the jersey. And your man says, no. And he said, I was so fucking pissed off. He said, I never asked anyone for a jersey ever again. And I turned around to man, your man and says, oh, fuck off. I didn't want your jersey anyway. <laughs> he said, I couldn't let it go. Do you have GA coming up now? We've championship this weekend, senior championship. It's back in Mayo. First we round. can relax. So you can wash your hands of the blood of Croke Park and begin yes, again. Yes, we can concentrate on our saffron and blue. And I'm organising a coffee morning for anyone that's coming that from Armore as well. What's happening? Saffron is our colour. Saffron and blue. It's a it's a herb, yeah. yeah. Um, what colour is it? It's it's something that is not grown in Knockmore. I can t- assure you. What colour is saffron? Saffron. It's like orange. Your jerseys are orange and blue. Yeah. No, yeah, they're blue, lovely. They're, they're blue and yellowy, aren't they? Yeah, saffron and blue. They're blue. Yeah, it's like and Tipperary. Yellow. They're Tipperary yellow. Tipperary are the blue. saffron. Blue and yellow. Are you colour blind? No, that's what we're called. The song. I sang it for you before. What is it? The Knockmore Give song. Us, on, the no. eve, on the eve of the championship. When we were the saffron, when we were the blue. I told you that song. No, what's no, give line? us the song. The men who conquered Connacht, we knew what to do. The last leg of our journey was the final in Crow Park and we brought all Ireland glory to Knockmore's football heart. But we, we lost the final, so... So who are you playing the first round? We're playing Ahamore. Very, we were on tenter hooks at the weekend because we were being almost relegated we're from the t- league. Remember, I think you've done this before, but could you just fucking go through that word with me again? Tenter. It's tenter hooks. Tenter. tenter. It's mm. not tenter hooks as commonly used or in the young We've had English this language. before. Tenter hooks. Yes. Tent. So like tent or hooks. That's how you spell it. T-E-N-T-E-R. You were on tenter hooks. Tenter hooks. Tenter hooks. Google it. And... We were about to be relegated from Senior League. And thanks be to God, we were beaten by Charlestown by three points. Balahi. Balahi. But thankfully, Claire Morris were beaten more by but Ahamora. Your county they went have, you, have you diminished over the league? Year? No, just a bad league, but a bad league. Had you full team out? They no. split the league into, ha- into two halves this year. So it was five and five teams or six and six teams. So anyway, we're back. Championship, Ahamore this weekend. Bring Homer it away. On. Homer home, away. Home, home, home. So what time is the throw it's in? It's coffee morning in, in all over Ireland for hospice this week. And we decided in our good club. How do hospices earn money from the coffee mornings? People host coffee mornings in their home or outside or in their club or their community or their whatever. And other people give money, is it? Yeah, they come around. It's basically like the stations where years ago you used to bring people around to your house. We just don't have mass. And okay. you can have tea and buns and cake and give and, donations. And give and donations. Okay. Yeah, so we're having an And would you raise much money doing that? Yeah, we'd raise a lot, yeah. Really? We could, yeah, raise a lot. Depends. And now this year, last year we didn't have it at all because COVID. This year it'll be dodgy enough. Okay. But it's a great way, it's a lovely way of people 
connecting with each other in the community again. So we decided to knock more. Myself, Frank, Jonathan, a couple of us got together and we're having a coffee morning at the match. But it's like not a morning, Nice idea, Larita. We're going to have a little stand. We're going to sell teas and coffees at the match and get donations for the hospice. We're going to do before, after and during the match. And we're going to sell. I was thinking of making sandwiches um, and selling them. If I made sandwiches, Tommy Hedge, or scones maybe. Mm, I wouldn't. I, I'd go back to the sandwiches. They're always very popular. It's, it's, it's a very... Sell sandwiches. What type um, of sandwiches would you make? You I'd make me? egg ones. <laughs> Oh my God, egg sandwiches in the Knockmore Club. The best thing will you, ever. Will you, if you, have, you haven't go, lived, go if you haven't had egg sandwiches. put a bit of scallion, a bit of... If you haven't lived, if you haven't had egg sandwiches in the Knockmore Club. Go on. And then ham, ham and, and cheese. cheese. Probably. White yeah. and brown. We'll have a little salad. Maybe chicken and salad. Oh, no. um, tell me, if the ham and cheese sandwich, mayonnaise or butter? Both. Yes. Lovely bit of butter and lovely bit of mayo. Yeah. <laughs> what would you have on it? Tommy doesn't like butter. I don't like butter on sandwiches. Oh, Unless I'm having toast and jam. Oh, weird. Um, so talking about so that's sport. It. That's yes. it. This weekend, I cannot wait for it. We were in a round robin situation. We can obviously They're afford cars, to lose, but we it? can't. We have a lot of injuries and we're hoping to regain our well top done. spot. Well done. So it's exciting in Knockmore. Fever pitch. Well done. Come on, Knockmore. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So you know I'm I've uh, cut myself off from the from the premiership because it was colonizing too much of my imagination. Yes. I just want to tell you how difficult it is to fucking stay away from it. Oh really? You're finding it hard now. Not in terms of my own activity but in just how much it saturates the fucking culture. Yeah. Everywhere. You, just just newspapers. It's so the newspapers is one thing but so uh, for those of you who don't know so I, I would have been a passionate soccer supporter for years and years and years but the recently discovered that I was spending too much time thinking about it and I was getting too affected by results put me in a bad mood put me in a fucking good mood I said I'm fucking 52 I have to cop on to myself so this year I just went what I guillotined it fucking wow, gone no more watching matches no more going to the sports sections of newspapers no more fucking Googling this, Googling that. No more fucking nothing. Just 
and it was fantastic. Mm. But the stuff fucking comes after you. Yeah. <laughs> Seeking you out. It's just fucking hard to, it's hard. You'll go back. That's, well, I, I, I don't mind if I go back, but in a bit more kind of a So what about way. the Liverpool results at the weekend? Yeah, you, you just find this shit out. You, like, like so what's happening to, one thing that's happened to me now is the young fellas are into it. Yeah, so they're watching So it. my, uh, we were, I had the boys up in Dublin at the weekend and they said, can we go to the Liverpool shop? And I says, okay. So what, what was Sorry, us? where's the Liverpool shop in Dublin? It's on Henry Is there a Street. Liverpool shop in Dublin? Yeah. So Full said, blown. Yeah, so I said, I said, we wouldn't know. So We're said, Man United. So I said, "What? What am I supposed to do? Say to the young fellas, no, you can't go because Daddy doesn't watch soccer anymore. Yeah, Thrice can't Dad. deprive them. Yeah, she said, of course you can. Went into the Liverpool shop. It's all, it's all fine. It's all, you know, it's all merchandise and stuff like that. The young fella wanted a fucking. He's nine. Nine. Yes. He wanted a two thousand and five Stephen Gerrard jersey. Oh, Jesus Christ! I said, I thought you poor fucker, you have it bad. You have it bad. When you're celebrating victories that happened before you were even <laughs> conceived, you have it bad. The next older fella wanted uh, a Tiago jersey, Champions League, with the patch on the fucking oh, side. Yeah. I said, fine, okay, okay, dude, let's let's do this. Let's let's do this. Uh, went in, got it, then. Um, the young fellow wants to talk to me about the soccer. Yeah. He said, oh, did you see this? Oh, did you see that? Oh, dad. And I'm just finding it's hard to get away from it. It's just, it's, mm. you that's know. A, that's a tricky one, isn't it? Because the young fellow wants to talk about it. What yeah, do you yeah. do? Do you, do you deflect the conversation? No, I just go, all right, yeah. I said, well, I'm not watching it too much now these days, but oh, tell me what happened. And so he gets to explain it without me going looking for it. But he enjoys that, yeah. He enjoys that. But I remember with my younger boys, my older boys, when they were younger, the soccer being a great point of contact. Yes. You probably have that with your great boys. Great conversation. So, so when sometimes dads <coughs> and sons interest, have nothing yeah. to talk interest. about. Yes. You can talk, oh, do you remember this and do you remember that? Or if there's a match you want to watch together. But I'm just saying, Tommy, me, that's going to be difficult now. It's going to get more difficult, I think. You, you, it'll be like the jeans. He's going to he's going to embrace it again. Because he cut the jeans out last year, gone. Gone. Back. They're back. Yeah, they're only back as an experiment. Yes. Yeah. Experiment... Whatever you got a pair. I don't this know week. if you could cut yourself off from Liverpool like that. You I got don't know. the jeans I have, back. I, have, I know. Done. Yeah, you'll be back. No, be, yeah. He said I'd be back to the phone, and am I back to the phone? No, no. which is a pain no. in the arse. But anyway, how is it a pain in the arse? Because he can't contact you. I, you can't I sent you a text. Did I send I you a text? You sent me a text. I said okay, and you never replied to me. What? I texted you, and you never replied to me. When? So what's that about? I texted you on Saturday. What did you say? I said, "Good luck with your." TV show on at the whatever it was. Peter and the Wolf. Peter and the Rabbit. Peter and the Rabbit. What were you doing? I was it was Peter and Peter, the Wolf Peter, Peter and, the, and rabbit, the Wolf the rabbit the rabbit hole down yeah. the rabbit hole it's a Peter's Potter it's fucking Prokofiev he was <laughs> Prokofiev <laughs> Serge Lorita, Lorita, he was above in the National Concert Hall with the Symphonic Orchestra what? the, the Symphonics and yes. he wouldn't even send us a text or show us a no, phone no no so how mad what? is that you know, to say so here I am Hector here's Lorita. our yeah look at me I'm just here doing this and missing you Peter and, and the Magic Badger and Here I am doing this. I'm missing you. Yeah. Are we no, not twelve-year-old girls? Are we? Yeah. And then went down and bought jeans, and they wouldn't even fit him. And he's trying to go back into his old days, going sneaking oh, yeah, no, into I'm pubs in Dublin. Wouldn't even send us a he photo. Wouldn't, he wouldn't, of what? He, yeah. Of you in a pub or saying did, I'm here? Or How you are didn't you text and say, but oh, what you, purpose? What is the purpose? You might, it's you called communication. Are we communicating now? Yes, Tommy. You could have said if I'd have sent you a photograph of me in a pub in a on fucking Saturday in Dublin, we'd have nothing to talk about now because you'd already have the information. No, we'd be able to say photographs are not communication. Boring. Texts are not communication. 
Talking. How did you know we weren't in Dublin? We could have had a pint with you. We I wanted been... to have a drink of my own. See, it's pure fucking antisocial. Sitting in, in a pub on his own. All I would need was a Jack Russell and I would have been fucking happy out. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, anyway, we don't know when we contact you, if you get it or not, because you're to get back into the real world. He sends emails then. And every oh, no, no. email... Did you notice on Sunday, I'm lying in the hotel in the old ground, a Hung slight over. hangover, reaching for Salpadid, and next, bing, bing, Bing. That's not for me. It's Tommy email At because he's o'clock. on a bit of a. Oh, what about this about the show? What about that? Do you know what what's about really this? funny? I was going, he can't send a text. Fuck, Gary Neville on Sunday. He can fi- <laughs> he can fire off four emails on a Sunday morning, you know but he can't send a text. No, because be, okay, now that's your fault for getting your emails on your phone. Oh, my yeah. emails are on my computer only, so I had work to do on my computer. So you went, but what kills me is then he does. So he sends he, an email. He's up early. He's here, by the he, way. He's, he's in the room, is he, he? He sends an email with the subject. Yes, and then you. Hello there is the best one ever. Yeah. <laughs> And then it's yeah, yeah, Hello there Yeah, yeah. As, as opposed to what Well is it <laughs> And then he goes Then well. someone replies To the email And then he writes A whole new email With a different subject Exactly For the next reply uh, yeah. Three Because email. I think It's more Considered rather, rather than just go Fucking reply oh, for fuck's sake. I'll come up with a new title For the email Every time oh, yeah Jesus. And it might be Three emails within 11 minutes With on a three Sunday different morning. subject matters Hello there Hello there Typey Hello typey there. All the best Thomas yeah. All the best Much Tommy. love and warmth yeah. you know? Kind re- personal regards Stop I was there going best, on a Sunday morning He's sitting there now In a hotel in Dublin And he's Because we had work to do on a Sunday yeah, we, had, yeah. we had podcast work to do on the Sunday We, yeah, we no never get a day off We never we get had a to day listen off. to the podcast And come up with a name for it Yeah Never ever Oh come up with a name for it alright Yeah we did And yeah. So did you listen to the podcast we, Did you, come up did with you listen to the podcast That was released on Monday Yes and I, Oh yeah fucking I you, said it sounded good to me Ah yeah. bullshit yeah, Did yeah. you listen to the one on the Thursday No because you were unavailable Yes Yes, yes. Right yes. And did you have I any, listened Did to you have all. anything to do With the name of the podcast For the bonus yes, episode Yes no. no What do you think You were excluded again Yes I sent in an option I am a woman So I take that Personally, fine. and I, I feel for you. I feel for you. I don't care. I, don't, I feel. I don't get you. caught up in the names. I was. The, what was the name of the episode? Eintracht, f- fucking Burtonport. Burtonport. Was it that name? So, uh, order. So I sent in, which I, th- I thought of myself. You didn't think of that name yourself. It's a fucking great name. Eintracht. Oh, Frankfurt. I stole it from someone else. Eintracht Burtonport. I stole, Burtonport. I stole I t- it from someone I else. I spent twenty-five minutes in the beginning. I of the spent series. twenty-five minutes going through <laughs> Wikipedia list of Irish towns. Wikipedia list of. I German do that folk. every week, and Anne nobody Anne ever Anne fucking picks my every week. I actually have the Sunday morning is all. not <laughs> a time for fucking yes. emails. It's a Print. time for rejoicing on the Sabbath and relaxing. I came up with a great with your wife in a hotel room and the booty hung over. Yes, and the salty breakfast arriving up. Yeah. Yes, poached eggs and weed. So, Tommy, what did you come up with? So, I, uh, I came up with Middlesbrough. Yeah, Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. Yes, I guess it. B I R R. So, I sent that to our techno dude, and he said Hector has already sent in Eintracht. Because on the Saturday, let I... me finish my fucking sentence. Here Hector, we go. Here we go. Hector had already sent in Eintracht Eintracht Burtonport, and I says. Choose whichever one you want, techno, techno guy, because the one that we don't use will end up using again down the road. And he said, "Fine." And he Except used if it's Larissa's, and he said he used his own taste, his own judgment, and said, "I actually preferred Tommy's one." That's how it fucking happened. Now see, 
Jesus yeah. Christ, so I, I've now taken to emailing myself the names of the shows that I come up with. Can you give me an example of one no, of the names? No, I came up with the really good one now and I can't remember it? it now. I can't remember it because it's so long ago. Forget about it. Larita. I, feel I love this. I love these little chats. No, They're no, no. So but it was Sunday morning. Ping, ping, No, ping, what kills ping. me is the news. Oh, that's you're f- why do you have ping on your phone for emails on Sundays? Because I use my phone for everything, Tommy. And I don't want four emails on a Sunday morning. And I was going, Christ, he's busy. Full of life. Full of life. Six double espressos, sitting up with four pillows in a bed. In, a, in, a in his jeans. In his, and looking at the his old... new jeans. In his new jeans, going, email, email, I'll, email. Oh, you email. know another thing... It felt thing. like I had work to do, Hector. Can I tell you something about your jeans? Tommy got a pair of jeans that didn't fit him. That's not true. That, tell the truth. They Richard. fitted him when tell he was standing up. But when he sat down, they, they cut were the stomach too, off me. Tell us the, about You know your the jeans. denim stretches, so I think you need to wear them a few more times. I think he's been influenced by the people wearing jeans that he sees around him all the time. Okay. He's a genealogist now. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to... I didn't bring them back to the shop. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to wear them for yeah. the next episode. Take my advice. I'm going wear, to wear them. them for the next episode. Okay. I'm going to see how it's going down for a long today, time now. I'd you're going to put on a pair of jeans on the show or later on today. At some stage, I, I the sh- brand new jeans. Yes, I bought three pairs. Oh my! And do the three pairs all have the same problem? They all don't fit me when I'm sitting down. Oh dear God! This is brilliant. And Tommy, are they the same? my fault. I hope they're not skinny. Are they Tommy. the same make? No, they're not. They're you, all. Oh, from, you went three different. I don't know what I just said to the young lad. With the, I said, get me jeans. And he said, oh, they look good on you. Oh, they look fucking cool on you. And then and he I said, said okay. I'll have three pairs. Um, when you try on jeans, Lucia, in a shop. Yeah, they don't fit me either. But did, did they, have you had the experience of them fitting you standing up and then not fitting you? When yeah, you're that there? happens to women all the time. A lot of the time. Some women. So when you're trying on jeans in a shop, do you also sit down in them? No. So how do you know if they're going to fit you, you when you sit down? You just have to bear it. If they fit you, great. It's a success if they close on you, so... By all means. Were you wrong? Is that why you're lying flat in your back? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the key is to get ones that are a little bit stretchy. So then, stretchy, stretchy, like with elastic in the ba- in the waist. No, not like not a big elastic section in it, but just like elasticated jeans. Yes, Tommy, you um, need to get them. But like they're skinny ones. It's just a huge. If you like the jeans and they close on you on the shop, standing up. Yeah, and it's even if you have to jump into them from the top shelf, and they fit you. So what Buy do you them. do? How do you how do you deal with the discomfort of just get down? on with it? You just get on with it. It's just a small little bit of discomfort. It's fine. It'll pass. You can open the top button. You can do that sometimes if you. You can release the pressure. Tell, tell me about women and clothes and discomfort. Yeah, we have to. Well, generally, a lot a lot of women. If you're a little bit over your normal jean size, then you're still wearing clothes that fitted you before you were fat. Um, That's a very judgmental term. I'm talking about myself. Even I, I would object to more. Well, anyway, my point is like you can't just keep buying jeans every time you put on weight. So you just kind of, as long as they fit you when you're standing up, but they don't fit you when you're sitting but down. It's fine. You get them off then when you get home and you've got loads of marks yeah, all over your face. But it's fine. It's fine if you get them and they fit you. You're fucking your BCG marks on your stomach. Yeah, just where get them, do you sit down and when you try them, them on the shop? In there. You never do that in the shop. You never go. Oh, they look good. In you. Yeah, hang on a second. I'm just going to sit down and see what they. And feel generally, like. you're you're where you sit down more than you stand up. When do you're the three them. jeans fit you at all? No, they don't. It's not important. Let's talk about Larita's body. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, what we do. And sometimes, you know, you're, if you're, oh, Jesus, you're like the fucking the man in the corner smoking twenty. I took a, I took, a, I took, a, I took yeah. an antigen test today because I was in a pot of sixty people, and I'm fine thanks to Covisa. Yeah, but what? Well, you sound like you're after no, a little bit up your lungs there. there. So, so uh, women and discomfort. So women often wear uncomfortable shoes. So you know, like shoes. for oh that. 
this is a problem now. I haven't worn high heels for like 18 months, yeah. 19 months. And now I'm going to have to be going to different events and I'm going to have to wear high shoes. Why do you have to wear high shoes? Because what? I can't wear like a formal dress and then a pair of runners with it. Why have your weddings coming up and stuff? Hector has a few pairs of nurses' shoes here, he could allege it. <laughs> Maybe I could wear his, uh, his what Australian is ones. Up? What's coming up? The opening of the Roscommon Hospice. Fantastic. I'm seeing the event, so I'm going to have to look presentable. What? Uh-huh. And then you could wear got... a pair of blades like they do in the Paralympics. <laughs> me, me taller. Yeah. That would be good, actually. If Are I was you a doing bit... a big speech? Ah, just, just a bit of casual chatting. Wow. And then uh, just different things and you have to wear high heels. It's awful. I can't wear them. They're uncomfortable and maybe I should just take your approach to life, Tommy, and just wear what I'm comfortable in. Yeah, wear runners. Like. Yeah, wear runners. Like, yeah. Fancy runners. Fancy runners. So then you have to be then careful with the dress because you don't want to be wearing a dress that you're eating then and the next thing you have bit of a pot belly. On the, in the dress, yeah. yeah so yeah. kind of comfort is the great okay, thing to Okay, okay. Dresses that expand with you as you grow. Oh, just sheets. Just sheets, yeah, that'd be interesting. Just draped. Yeah, maybe. I don't know how they'd look, but yeah, sheets. So basically, like a lot of the time women would wear clothes that are slightly uncomfortable, but if they fit them, they'll bear it. So it's a great relief to get the clothes off you of an evening. Oh, brilliant. And the brand, the whole lot. Pajamas <sighs> into the soft clothes. Comfort. Soft yeah. cotton clothes. Yeah, wow. That's See, you don't ever have that issue, men. Is there ever anything that you're wearing that's uncomfortable? Like, mm. you're on about thongs as well. Like, they can be fierce uncomfortable. Yeah, so, but they do the job. <laughs> yeah, the last time will. They'd be only for short, temporary... Temporary use. You, you wouldn't have a tongue on long round me, tell you that. <laughs> they're part time. They're only for part time use. Part time underwear. Huge yeah. purchases, Tommy. I'm well impressed. Three pairs of jeans but on see, a I Saturday get, afternoon in Dublin. Yeah, but see, I get the chat show is coming up again now. Uh, oh, in, is it coming up, Tommy? In when's start, it coming up? Start recording in November. So I get to. I'll get uh, new clothes. I get a budget for for new clothes. Nice. Yeah, thirty-seven grand a year. Wow. Nice. That's a lot of jeans. Don't buy jeans. You have to wear suits for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They'll be more expensive suits anyway. Than so I, I don't really, I, I don't really have to buy my clothes and, myself. Right, and but you did have to buy your jeans. I did you buy anything Gary. else? I bought lots and lots and lots of books. T-shirts. About, about did you buy Jesus. any T-shirts? I brought one T-shirt. <gasps> What's on it, Tommy? Uh, the 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 price tag and the. <laughs> Where did you go for that one? I got that in Genius as well but my wife said ah, that doesn't suit you so I put it back oh, in the bag. You're not going to wear that? No. Hector. I'll give it did you buy it? Yeah, Hector might suit you. What? Hector. Hang on a second. Do you not come Half out taste, with it? taste, no. Was it a Wrangler <laughs> one or something? It's kind of like a Wrangler. Oh, you know. oh for Christ's sake. It just doesn't suit me. You don't want a Wrangler. No. So you, so you bought, did some shopping. Did some shopping. And, and did you get bored after you went into the one it, shop? It was the Yvonne and the kids came up, so we did a nice few days together. But it was very boring and lonely on my own on the Sunday. And that's why you but, were sending us. Emails. But I got through. It, but I had work to do. I had podcast work to do. I'm yes, you were very busy. You could Tommy. have given given us a call, and we'd cheer you up. Very busy. When the email ping, oh, I say to you on the phone, "How are you? How are you? Yeah. Great. See you Monday." <laughs> So bloody awkward. It's awful. It's just you should be a bit more social with us. Totally social. It'll, it'll definitely t- lift you out of your little sadness if you're more social with us. We'll see. <laughs> Don't get so excited about it. Anyway, people, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you again this week. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Mind yourselves and tour Ara Marjorie.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.